0: I figure I'll do my conversation outside again today. We got Wren, loving life, being free. It's beautiful. It's only like minus eight or something and it actually feels like that. The past like week or so, it was like lower temperatures but it was bitter cold and it felt like it. I don't know what that classification means exactly. But anyway, what are we talking about today? Uh, evergreen? versus, um, what's the term, dated references, I guess, so, I was listening to P.O.S. the other day, who's fantastic, at least, there's three albums I listen to a lot by him, anyway, but the very beginning of the track, uh, oh my goodness, I forgot the name of the song, Bush League Psych Out Stuff, I think is what it is, maybe not. But, uh, it's the very first track of the album Audition. I just can't remember the name of it right now. And the very first line is F. Bush, because it doesn't say, he actually says the real word. says F. Bush, that's all, that's the end of it. And, like, I was just talking to Rebecca about it, because I was like, you know... If a kid picked up this album, this beautiful album, right now, would they know what he's talking about? Because he, in the political climate of that time, and the year that he made this album, he's talking about George Bush. You know, if it was how many decades earlier, he could have been talking about, uh, Senior, right? Because he was also, uh, president. The whole Panama thing. Anyway, um... And I just thought, now, that reference might be lost, but the word bush, I mean, it's a word, not just a name. So, it wouldn't give someone incentive, necessarily, to go and look it up. Because they're like, what do you mean, like, do you mean, like, what do you mean F. Bush? Like, you don't, like, bush beer? Like, foliage? Like, body hair? What are you talking about? Uh, and I just thought that was really interesting, because I was like, now I understand why you know evergreen references are a thing and why it's an advantageous thing to have. However, today Ren just disappear off a cliff. That's cool. Ren. You silly. Anyway, and today I was listening to Bloodhound Gang. And I was thinking, man, all these references are dope. <laughs> and I was just thinking like, yeah, they're dated references and not everyone's going to get them. But they're like time capsules, and Jimmy Pop has so many references packed into a single verse sometimes that it's like, what? What is that? What does this mean? What is that? And I was just thinking of, like, in the past six months, like, I don't listen to Bloodhound Gang often. It's fun, but generally not what I'm looking for. And, uh, I was just thinking, like, man, like... I didn't know the story of Larry Flint really in its entirety. And I still don't, because I just watched the movie, The People vs. Larry Flint. But I just watched that, like, a month ago or so? And so when he referenced Larry Flint this time, he said something about, like, getting shot up like Larry Flint or something, I don't know. And I was like, oh! I know what you're talking about now. And, if I was really curious, This is the cool thing about dated references in the era of the internet. I can just look it up. I can just look it up, that's all I need to do. Just go look it up, and just be like, hey, what is he talking about there? He said this dude's name, and he dropped this sick rhyme, and now, what, uh, what does that mean? What is he talking about? I can just go look it up, and I think that's fantastic. I think that dated references, maybe pre-internet, still serve as a time capsule, but it's just like an inside joke. It's like an insider thing of like, yeah, you can give the nod to that other person who grew up in the 60s, because they knew what it was like, or whatever, and no one else, you know what I mean? Um, if we're in the 80s and stuff, and they're like, I don't know what that is, and I'm like, yeah, of course, you weren't around for the 60s, of course you didn't know. But now, I can just look that up. And I think that's cool, and and the, the silly thing is, like, some people be like, oh, well, if they feel like it takes away from their exclusivity of knowledge, that insider thing. So it's kind of silly. But, uh, Ren sees a puppy. But I think it's really cool. I think that having that access to internet and that information and being able to look up those references and stuff, like, I I was on both sides of the fence, and now I just feel like, No. Like, your references being super, super timely, like, why would you... Don't go out of your way to make evergreen references. You know? That, that type of art is for the people in the moment. And, now, see, now I'm going the other way. Okay, where were we? So, I, 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 now I'm swinging back the other way, and I'm thinking... This is what is so beautiful and amazing about art. Intention and purpose do matter so much. And, on that same token, they don't matter at all. Because you are coming to that piece of art with your own personal experiences and history, and the, well, here's the, no, that's why it matters. The purpose and intention might be to not give you any information. Like an abstract painting that says Untitled. Except that that information tells you, Maybe they didn't want to title, maybe they didn't have, like, maybe they wanted you to not have, like, any direction. Um, who knows? But, anyway, intention and purpose matter because I was thinking, like, what is so wrong about someone who's a wonderful songwriter wanting to have an evergreen piece of art that can be understood for generations? There's so many songs that display the human experience in such a way that is incredibly relatable that it becomes so much bigger than anything because music touches so many people. Why would I want to discourage someone from doing that? Now, if the purpose and intention is for financial gain, then I would discourage that. I'd be like, no, make something real for the purposes of it being real, not a song about heartbreak because you know that people will respond to it and you don't have any dated references or whatever. Then, it, and like I was saying before, in the case of Bloodhound Gang or POS or, or whatever, you know, have fun with it. If that's your intention and purpose is to have fun and have these dated references and it's for the people right now, and then people ten years later don't get half of your songs, so be it. If that's what you want to do, so be it, and it really enriches the lives of those who understand it. But also because... because we now know... when we are creating art now, we know... that's a lie. We don't know. We know that the internet is available now. We assume it will never leave. We assume that we will change and adapt, but that it will never cease to be a thing. I don't know, or maybe there's some people, again, that are like, Oh, the Internet's gonna go away, it's, it's not forever, you know? But as far as I know, people generally accept, Yeah, the Internet's here to stay, it's this thing that we aren't gonna do without, now that we have it. And because we're making art in that context of belief that people will always have access to it, we know that they can go look that stuff up. We think we know that. We believe that they can go and look up those references and still have um, the knowledge and as much as they can uh, to to enjoy those other levels of lyricism. I think that's super cool. But it's also cool just because like you know, 50 years ago, when they're making beats, they're singing their songs, they weren't thinking about, you know, the internet, and now anyone can go look up this information, maybe because they didn't care if uh, if people could look it up or not, or maybe because they were just like, yeah, you know, this song's gonna get passed down from, from this parent to this kid to the, the grandparents to their children's and whatever, right? they're thinking that, you know, that's a a whole different thing. But anyway, I'm rambling. I just think art is fantastic and beautiful and wonderful. And I think that there's a case to be made for both trying to make evergreen content and also having dated references in your work. Because maybe you do it on purpose. I think this is more in the case of visual art. Because sometimes that can be very academic, very strong with its message, unlike, I shouldn't say unlike music, I think, generally, music doesn't do that. But sometimes it does. And there's tons of different, you know, protest rock groups, and Rage Against the Machine, and there's all these references to things that you might be like, oh, I need to learn more about that. Like, what are they talking about here? What do you mean this is like that? What do you mean the time we're living in is like this other uh, thing that happened in this other country decades ago? Let me figure that out, right? But I think that a lot of time with visual art, things can be so highfalutin that, um, I forgot where I was going with this. But, uh, that they they expect people to do research. The ones who want to, you know what I mean? Like, they're just like, the real people are gonna go do this research, and that's... And then they'll really understand it, and then they give you almost work to do. Whereas a song can exist, like most times, very pleasantly, without needing to fully comprehend and understand it in that manner. Anyway, I love music. I love art. And there's a case for Do I got the snots going on? That's no good. For a visual medium. Uh, Yeah, the case for evergreen content and dated references and why they're both cool. Here's Ren.